What's up, everybody? It is Meredith and Alexa here with the Diadoc Movement. And today we are going to dive straight into when and why one would want to increase calories. So quick bullet increase point calories. Increase calories. And I'm just going to like bullet point a lot of them and then we'll get into the goods. Sounds good. Okay. If you are constantly feeling hungry and never satisfied, even after you have full, complete macro balanced meals, if your food cravings have increased or you find yourself going to bed hungry, waking up in the middle of the night hungry, waking up in the morning immediately hungry, um, but on the reverse, uh, we may not feel hunger or have hunger cues. Our bodies are made to send us those for a reason. So if we have down regulated our metabolism and our body's need for more food, and we can't even feel those hunger cues, red flag. Um, difficulty losing weight, difficulty gaining muscle or seeing progressive strength with a very strategic progressive overload training regimen. Uh, the inability to really uh, go hard during workouts if you're feeling fatigued and lethargic, especially when we are exercising. Uh, mood swings, hangry. <laughs> Typically, that's a low blood sugar issue. Why are you smiling, Meredith? <laughs> because nice. you and I both both know what hangry feels like, and it's not fun. Yeah. Um, slow digestion. So if you're irregularly using the restroom. Uh, this is a, a big one too. Hair loss, chronically cold, um, especially like in your extremities, so fingers and feet. Low energy across the board. If you're fatigued, especially if you have that afternoon crash uh, every single day of the week. Um, and blood panels, low thyroid, low sex hormones, estrogen, progesterone, um, testosterone, not having a monthly menstrual cycle, um, irregular periods, and um, if you're breastfeeding, low uh, milk supply. Ooh, quite All right, there's the podcast. We'll wrap it up there. <laughs> right, everybody's like me, 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 right? But really, if you've if you've even experienced one of these, it could be a sign that you're just not properly fueling yourself. And even here's the caveat: even if you have a goal of fat loss, if your body is not in a safe space, right? So if any of these things I mentioned, uh, you're experiencing, essentially, your body isn't in the optimal environment to start to really tap into body fat stores uh efficiently and safely and healthily yeah and can i just take a second and explain for those that for those are listeners that don't quite understand calorie maintenance is eating the amount of calories to maintain where you're at right if you're in a calorie surplus that's where you're going to gain weight and if you're in a calorie uh um help me out here Deficit. Then you're going to, to lose weight. So I think a lot of people get scared, you know, scared, especially if they've been in that calorie deficit mode and they've been losing weight to say like, Ooh, I don't know if I want to, to move to maintenance because I don't want to gain weight. And I'm like, wait a second. No, if we moved you to a calorie surplus, that would be, yes, you would possibly see some pounds here. Calorie maintenance. That's where you're going to maintain weight. And when we're, when you're using the word weight, we're talking about 
like body composition, uh, body fat. The weight on the scale certainly will fluctuate just as it fluctuates on the way down. So why would it not fluctuate in a maintenance or a surplus uh, journey too? Correct. And I want to talk about too, about especially those weight fluctuations, because both of us, ironically enough, we actually didn't know this until the other week that we are both in a uh, reverse diet, I guess we can call it. So basically we're both introducing more calories to our systems um, very strategically for two very entirely really different reasons. Um, <clears throat> so I feel like this would be beneficial and maybe take the fear out of actually introducing calories back into <laughs> your diet, especially for those that have or have currently gone through a fat loss phase. Yeah. And before we dive into that too, another thing with ca a calorie deficit is um, obviously again, yes, you have to be in a calorie deficit to lose fat, but our goal is to eat as much food while still being in a calorie deficit um, to lose that fat, but it's not a safe place to hang out for a super long period of time. So it's not to say that, you know, it's a bad thing. If you have to move to maintenance, like, Oh, you hit a plateau, darn it. Now you got to move to maintenance. No, you should look at like, that's a positive thing. Like you hung out in that calorie deficit for a long time. And now it's time to add some calories back in to like, help you help that metabolic threshold for you. So you can turn back around. And when you do go back into that deficit, that you can eat more food and lose more body fat. And then you're setting yourself in a positive direction. Yes, that's huge. And I say, let's put it on the calendar to have a follow-up podcast on the same topic, but diving more into the psychology of a reverse and mentally being able to wrap our heads around an entirely different process. Um, Cause that we need about an hour for that one. <laughs> yeah. The mindset, right? Um, yeah. So Mayor, Give kind of your, your reasoning and your, um, your why behind the calorie maintenance. Yes. And I, and I, I thank you for letting me start with my story because every client that we work with, um, regardless of the primary goal or the body composition goal that they voice to us, our primary goal for every client that we work with as clinicians is health and that was something that I have had to prioritize recently. So I have had blood work. I've had a lot of biofeedback um, showing me that, hey, your body is not operating as efficiently as it should be, especially as a female. Um, so signs of that chronically cold, signs of irregular cycles, signs of a lot of my blood panels aren't showing what they should show for a healthy, right? If you look at me on paper, I'm healthy. I exercise regularly. I eat nutritionally. Um, but my blood panel came back and said, skirt, uh, there's some things that need to be changed. So basically I am using my reverse diet right now to position my body to feel safe enough for all of my systems to operate properly. In conjunction, um, I am also, probably not the best timing, but I'm also training for a ultra marathon. And as wonderful as exercise is, it is translated to our body as a stressor. 
So on top of my body not <laughs> feeling like it's in a safe space to have all of my bodily systems working perfectly, if that's even a thing, but as optimally as possible, um, I'm also really taxing my body. And the way that I can show my body that it's safe is to fuel and fuel and fuel so I can constantly hit the pavement from an entirely full tank. And yes, we're talking calories um, in my body is basically gas to the tank. So questions. <laughs> so that's a good segue into my story, which is very similar, but for different reasons. Um, and I, again, just to like lay it out there, like being in a calorie deficit and kind of coming back into maintenance is something you can continue to go back and forth with. And that's kind of been my story. I personally like to live in a leaner body. I like that, but I also know when I need to get out of that leaner body or get, you know, add calories back in to be, to be in that safe space, like Meredith said. So I ebb and flow, but, um, you know, back in January, I got hit with COVID. Then, um, I actually got hit with shingles. I didn't even know that happened to people in their thirties. Um, and I remember going to the doctor and I'm like, I'm 30, like, and I'm not that stressed. I don't feel like, why do I, why am I getting shingles? Cause that's what he kept saying. You know, that's kind of what brings it on. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm training for an ultra marathon. Like Meredith said, it's not stress. Like you're so stressed out with work, but it's stress that I was putting on my body you know, yeah, I'm a mom of three and a double business owner, but I'm not stressed. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, and, and then it kind of just hit me from there. And then I got, ended up getting this, you know, bad sinus infection. Anyway, my point is this was the time where I'm like, okay, I need to kind of revamp. So I gave myself like this six to eight week plan. I'm going to cut out some of my, my cardio that is adding this added stress. I'm going to, you know, change, change my workout plan. I'm going to start adding these calories back in and for me, again, it's personally so I can get to this safe place. So my body's like, hey, here's some more white blood cell counts that you need to keep to keep you alive. Um, so, and again, I'll, I'll hang out here until I feel pretty good. If I have anything coming up that I feel like, hey, I wanna you know, have like a, a two or three week where I pull my calories back down a little bit, you know, being a little bit leaner body, I can do that. Um, but I, I definitely had to have to pay attention, I've learned. Um, I have to pay attention to my body and when my body's like, hello, Hey, you know, you've been in this deficit for a while. You're putting a lot of stress on your body. That's why you're getting sick. Okay. I'm going to make you slow down Alexa. So you need to get some more calories back in and get back to that maintenance mode. Um, so yeah, at the end of the day, you have to, again, it's about your health. It's our bodies. So you have to, you have to honor them. Yeah. And I think the, the cool thing, and tell me if you're experiencing this too, is that as you've increased your calories, um, have you noticed that the workouts that you are doing are like the most amazing workouts ever? Oh my gosh. Even, yeah. Like I trained with Derek, you know, at the gym and he's just like, dang beast. I'm like, I feel good. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely shifting that mindset around of like how to measure progress. Like, all right, we're not trying to get the skill to go down. Um, so stepping away from that and then really enjoying the benefit of more fuel and, and using things like workouts and those biofeedbacks I've mentioned before to monitor your progress as the goal is to slowly increase calories too. Yes. And I know this is for a different day and we're going to hop into that, but the whole mental part behind it, understanding the science and wh why the scale is moving the way it is and the ebb and flow of the scale, like I'm in such a better head place now than I was before I understood any of it. So we definitely need to hit the, the, uh, 
mental part of, of a maintenance. Yes. And so, uh, we're also going to dive into in a, another podcast on how and why to increase calories on more of the how to increase calories. So stay tuned. Next podcast is going to be that strategic reverse dieting process to optimize enjoying more calories, but also doing so while keeping body fat levels where they're at. And uh, again, just prioritizing and optimizing health and aesthetic. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks guys.